Are you ready to get real? Hello, and welcome to Real with MoxieWorks, where we discuss real estate news, tips, and of course, technology. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Real with MoxieWorks podcast. My name is Kyla Searing, and I'm the Director of Partnerships and Integrations here at MoxieWorks. So excited to be hosting this podcast today and even more thrilled to be joined by Eric Cosway, Chief Marketing Officer at Quantum Digital. Eric, welcome to the show. Thanks, Kyla. I'm glad to be here today. I'm so glad you're here. So the topic of today's podcast is integrated marketing tech. But before we dive into that, I'd love to give our listeners a chance to hear about your journey to real estate and how you ended up where you are today. Well, thanks, Kyla. Actually, you know, it's been 12 years now I've been with Quantum Digital. Um, I was Previously, before Quantum Digital, I worked for a company in Boston, a software company. Then I went to Cisco Systems, worked for Cisco Systems for a number of years, and then ended up in an ad agency. And back in 2006, seven, Quantum was going through some rebranding, and I happened to be uh, doing some strategy on the account. I really fell in love with the company. It's a family-owned business. Uh, the interesting story about Quantum is it started in 1986 as a retirement project for uh, Jim Damon. Jim Damon was the lieutenant governor of Michigan. He had retired. His wife had severe arthritis, so they decided to actually move to Austin, Texas. And then he was he was a broker. He had always been a broker before I got into politics and uh, started with J.B. Goodwin. But in 86, in Austin, the market actually crashed, and Jim uh, told um, J.B., you know what, you probably can no longer afford me, so I'm going to start my own little real estate uh, business that helps agents deploy and execute their local marketing. And his goal out of his, basically his, his dining room was when he laid it all out, was to develop a simple service to make marketing, marketing execution, really, really simple for realtors. And the company has been around for 32 years and it's kind of grown from that little manifesto of trying to serve realtors and just make things simple. That's awesome. I love that. I know that agents really struggle with this piece specifically, you know, how do we get ourselves out there? How do we find new business? And it can just be a really complicated process. So yeah. And I think what Jim did, which is in keeping with our why today, it's really important. We're really focused on on our why. It's to make a difference by serving others and making things simple. And, And it's important to know that he didn't start this in retirement to make money. He just did it out of a joy of of really being in real estate and providing uh, a service to help others. And what he was on to was um, take marketing activities that are routine and rep- just pure repetition and automate those. And actually, his first hire in 86 was a developer. He didn't hire a marketing or salesperson. He actually hired a developer to help make the system simple. And we really stay true to that core today. I would describe us as a purpose-built, last-mile marketing company, marketing software company, that just happens to deploy direct mail. And now we've moved on and we're deploying Facebook as well. But we are that last mile. We're very specific about marketing. And we're whatever we do to build, we want to automate it, take the steps out of it, and get rid of that repetition that agents no longer need or even want. Yeah, I love that. Automate, automate, automate. That's what York always says. <laughs> That's true. So 
tell me, you know, direct mail is, I don't want to say it's a legacy, but not a lot of people send mail anymore. I mean, you know, occasionally I'll get a a card in the mail from my grandma uh, or, you know, just what I would call junk mail. But why, you know, why do agents believe direct mail is so important and the print marketing piece and, and how does that play in with how tech driven we are today? Yeah, that's actually a good point. I mean, direct mail has, was when email came in, we really battled that obviously. And we actually provisioned email and mail to work together. And then recently uh, to make it relevant, we've had to really adopt and change it. So when agents use direct mail, they want a couple things. They want to really deploy a systematic competitive advantage in a neighborhood. So that means they want to have a system that provides advertising over and over again with repetition in local neighborhoods. And the reason they use direct mail is one, it's tactile. It can be put in the consumer's home. And it's really only the way to still reach a consumer in their home. So if they're listing a home in an area and we're targeting around that, that just listed or just sold 100 homes or 50 homes, what we're trying to do is activate interest use direct mail to redirect people to the property pages. We'll send that information that the consumer at that address is now engaging with your landing pages so that the agent can actually get the next listing. It's really not to find buyers for the listings. It's really to drive the next listing. And what we've seen is combinations now where agents and brokers are deploying waves of mail and waves of Facebook or Instagram together to be able to really stay top of mind because the game we're in with direct mail and any advertising is you have to do it long enough. So when the consumer's ready, you're there, you're top of mind. So it's a game of simple repetition and we try and make it very affordable. And even more so we try and do is to keep it relevant. We automate all the steps that used to make, you have to create it, design it. Now that's all completely automated and we also use it only as a redirect. We don't tell the story anymore like traditional mail used to do. We get people to put unique key codes in or use unique texting codes so they can do a f- deeper engagement online. And the minute they do that, we create that lead transfer off to the agent. So we've taken the construct of traditional mail, really changed it to make it relevant and realize it has to work in a combination pack with other media to be fully successful. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And outside of the the farming aspect where you're, you know, trying to market directly to an area with, you know, where you may have a listing, can you talk a little bit about the importance of the sphere marketing and the agents staying in touch with their existing database that they have and how they can do that through direct mail? Yeah, that's very important. So we try and align ourselves with the big selling systems in, in the real estate residential marketplace. So being part of what we call the flow and ob- obviously realtors understand, you know, there's a networking component, there's a property marketing component, and then there's a farming component. Well, as the, they farm and generate more listings, their personal database and as a network, their personal database grows and grows and grows. And as a technology company, we, we, we build the underlying infrastructure, but we've listened, tried to listen to the market that says, find easy ways for us to be able to communicate relevant personal messages via different media, could be email, it could be mail, and it could be other, otherwise, so that I can stay in touch with a buyer or seller for sometimes three, five years. 
And those programs, we're trying to get away from the vanilla programs that have a set, you know, set periods of artwork and set messages. And what we're moving is to be able to get as much information about that client and then send out well-timed mail as an ex- one example to that client that allows the agent to feel, you know what, my flow is working, it's being done for me, and I'm staying in touch because I need referrals, you know, I need active referrals, and I count on this install base to drive a certain percentage of my productivity or my business. So it's very important for SOI marketing. And I think more importantly is if you can do something that's really relevant to the consumer, um, even those simple things like their birthdays, their anniversaries, kids going to college, if you can tie messages into that, you're going to have more relevancy and create more memory at the household level of, ah, okay, my agent, you know, they're staying in touch. And when I have a referral, I can certainly, I know that agent's top of mind. Yeah, for sure. I know for me, I've seen the standard mailings or advertisements to me that are so real estate specific, but I always gravitate to the ones that have more of that personal connection, either to me or from the agent themselves. You know, these are things that I, as the agent like, and thought maybe you would like too. And it doesn't necessarily have to be real real estate specific. So no, not at all. In fact, it's probably more impactful. The more information you have about, for example, uh, a buyer and, and, and their, their life, their lifestyle and um, uh, attributes or, or events in their lives, then you can tailor your sequence of your contacts and you can tailor the messages really closely tied to them. And then the relevancy increases um, and it's just much more impactful than more generic vanilla messages that typically get sent out today. Yeah. Awesome. So let's dive in a little bit to the topic of integration and integrating other tech vendors to your marketing systems and platform. Why, why do this? Why do we, why do we integrate with tech vendors and, and what's, what's in it for us and you? Yeah, that's a great question. I think the way you need to look at this is how much value can you provide to the agent or broker? If you look at it through that lens, providing the most value. And secondly, can you give them all a different competitive advantage? And I think we'd be foolish to think that a segment-specific marketing application with ours is able to do that. I think and we believe that when we're able to tie our solution into a more enterprise solution, such as the Moxie Engage system or CRM systems like that, um, we can help the agents add more value and ultimately get a better ROI and internal rate of return on their marketing spend. So we're definitely, we believe, obviously, in the last mile marketing software we have and the last mile advertising we deploy. But if we're part of a bigger solution, I think the benefit flows directly to the agent or broker. And we have to be cognizant of we need to keep providing value for people to consider the services. So I, I think it comes back to competitive advantage. And if you do put it as part of a bigger system, then it can also follow the right flow that the agent deploys in their daily routine. So, for example, if they're on your, your system in the listing management part of it when they've just listed a house, and if we have our marketing tucked in there, our marketing programs tucked in there, it just makes sense to be in that flow because that's the agent's actions they're going to take against that new listing. So if we're void of that, 
I don't think we had a lot of value, but if we're tucked in and it's part of the agent's process and flow, I think we can help them add more value. Yeah, I love what you said earlier about the automation aspect of it. To me, it's, you know, even if you guys do your best to automate within your system as it stands alone, the agent still has a lot of other systems that they're trying to use collectively to do their business. So I see a lot of value in these integrations specifically that Moxie does and and other vendors do is really that kind of end-to-end solution to help more automate, not just within your one system, but across systems. So agents aren't having to remember, oh, I, I need to hop over here and do this thing that we present it to them or even automate it for them between the two systems. Well, uh, and a call out to you guys, the work we're doing with you folks now is advancing the whole infrastructure of what a good UI should look like, because we can build a good UI on our side, but the UI is really the underpinning of the data elements we have. But if we combine the data elements that you drive out and the data elements that we have, and they're in the overall enterprise UI now, we're providing a much more insightful workbench for the agents and brokers and not divorcing the two and you know, trying to drive our own unique dashboards and our own unique workbenches. It just makes sense to use the data, whether it comes from you outside systems or ourselves and all the engagement data we have, park it together so that that workbench can now provide things like, hey, I think you should change your campaign. Hey, I think this mailer should go out now. Or, hey, this Facebook ad would be well deployed at this time, You know, specifically thinking about a follow-up system. So there's a lot more I would call insights we can build out together, recommendations we can build out together that can make an agent's marketing a lot more effective than it is today. Yeah, I love that. I know, you know, there are some agents who are really, really good at this and they spend a lot of time and money focusing on the the marketing component, but I don't think that's the majority of the agents. And so I love that, you know, we can come together and help these agents improve their marketing in a more automated way. And I also think for brokers, it kind of reduces the technical debt uh, or the technical overload where, you know, we've built out a UI, we built out a system, and then they buy an enterprise product and, you know, they have to pay for it again or it's in there. We might as well understand that we need to be part of that system. So we reduce the technical debt and reduce the redundancy that are in you know, are in our broker and client accounts, because I think the big sort of mystery here is how do we get agents to engage with these tools and all the steps we're going together to make this easier to deploy, automating the the, the, the pure repetition will help drive up adoption engagement, which, you know, is the big name of the game for all of us who are partners and vendors out here. Yeah, exactly. So looking a little deeper into the technology side, what what benefits come with being part of an open platform? Well, I, I think the fact that a couple come to mind, you know, the fact that these are bench tested processes and they're proven processes and they've been QA'd and they work together would be a huge one. Uh, the other fact that just if it follows the selling system flows, which yours does for a number of selling systems, it's at the right place at the right time. It can either be automatically triggered or triggered by the agent at the right time while he's working through while he's working through his day-to-day activities in, in his enterprise solution. 
The other thing that I think makes a lot of sense too is we want to be able to pass data back and forth between the systems. So if our mail is generating engagement leads and, and new prospects, then passing that back into a system like yours and then having another set of routines fire off just totally makes sense. Um, and I think that that provides, makes things a lot simpler and easier for the agents. And quite frankly, if the agents have to learn a system, you might as well have it on someone's UI like yours that they can learn it and be part of it. So they're not having to work off two UIs that can make it complex because they're working off multiple UIs today. And the overlap is, is probably causing a lot of angst out there. Yeah, exactly. So how has it been from an open platform perspective? How has it been working with the Moxie cloud and how has that helped you guys? Yeah, I think with the Moxie cloud, the, the, Convergence of, of understanding is, is really, um, really good because the Moxie customers typically are the same customer base we use as, or we have as well, which are the independents, the regional independents, the part of the leading RE group. And when they know they can use a bench-tested cloud or enterprise solution and have bench-tested providers that can plug into that, they get efficiencies, they get efficiencies of scale, they get efficiencies of product development, they get efficiencies of costs, for sure. And what they also you know, get from that are set product roadmaps, set product enhancements that everyone is reinvesting in to move the whole platform forward. And if, if they, they look at it from that perspective, and then the other neat perspective is the open platform allows you to put whatever you need in terms of utilities, tools, and enablers into your platform so you can look different. So if someone's in your region or your DMA as another realtor, you could deploy a different set of tools that will help you, your brand differentiate itself from the competition and gain a competitive advantage that, that only you have. Yeah, love that. So what's next in the you know integrated marketing tech world? What's what do you think is going to be the next thing? I think the phases we went through is automating the repetition, uh, making marketing, the execution deployment easier, getting data was the second wave, uh, getting response data, tracking consumers when a consumer texted back or put a key code in or, or scanned a QR code in our material. We've tracked all that now. We've got all that data back in trying to match more information to that consumer, match Facebook accounts, match phone numbers, match emails. I think that waves in play. I think where we're heading with all this integration is to provide, make the switch to more of a workbench with insights. So what I mean by that is, hey, you know what? We have the dashboards. We have a lot of historical data. Why don't we start using what we see and what's happening to be able to make recommendations, provide coaching, and put people, dial people into either sphere campaigns, property campaigns, or farming campaigns that are really, really unique to perhaps that neighborhood, that zip code, that particular listed property, that contact who's, some, who's, who's had activities happen in their lives. Use our insights to make marketing even easier but a lot more relevant and, and personal. I think if we head in that direction, we'll continue to add value for the realtor and uh, give them a reason why they want to spend money on this type of investment. Yeah, I think that's I think that's awesome. I I've heard York talk about 
using Google Analytics as a as an example, it's you know you can present people with a bunch of data, but what good is that data if you're not going to help them understand what to do with it? And I I think that you know everybody is in this phase of collecting the data and getting really interesting things, but I think tapping into that you know well then what's next? What do we do? And how do we help coach those agents or just give them the things that they need to do or just go ahead and do it for them because they're so busy and and they need to be out interacting with their sphere. And the term I use is retacking. So what what we think is the, the way to go is to do course correction or retacking. So a lot of our agents, for example, whether they're SOI, they're getting an SOI program, or they're getting a farm program, they're buying a systematic program that happens to have mail, that happens to have uh, an online component, that happens to have leave tracking, that happens to have follow-up, all the things that, that are part of that marketing system. But if we could do course correction along the way, so if someone either does something or does not do something, then we can fire off the right set of advertising, wherever it be, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, or direct mail, that starts to get pretty interesting. So we've taken what we're learning and you know, not being overly sophisticated, but firing off corrective so that whatever they're spending on that property or wherever they're spending for, for a sphere contact that they consider an A or an, a B or one of those important referral contacts, it's really being spent well. And dialing in that precision, I think, is the next wave where we're, we would like to head so that the marketing spend, we can tell them what their internal rate of return is or their ROI and marketing spend, but also course correct along the way to try and improve it. That's great. I'm excited. I'm excited to see where that goes and hopefully we'll get to be part of that journey with you. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of work, but I think we owe it to you know our constituents to continue to add value. Again, I think of ourselves as we're technology enablers. We love building technology. We love deploying the advertising, but it's the practitioner in the field that's going to craft the right solution, give us the cues as to what the right solution should look like. So that's what we count on them to do to provide us with those insights to be able to keep changing and adapting our product roadmap to best fit what their needs are today. Well, Eric, it was a pleasure having you on the show today. Huge thank you to all the listeners tuning in. We'll see you next month. Take care. Thanks, Kyla. Thanks for getting real with us. See you next time.